This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Favre here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. I think they burned a bridge that it's going to be hard to uh, overcome. So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it yourself. I think he'll play somewhere else. You think he will not end his career as a Green Bay Packer just like you? My gut tells me no. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. Our work is something to be proud of. We make the products people use, the products that make their lives simpler, the high-tech tools to help defend our country, and the innovations that will shape the future. Some say American industry can't keep up anymore. I say our work is proof that made in the USA still means something. The power professionals of the IBEW, proudly American, proudly human. Let's have some fun out here. This game's fun, okay? Mike If you've missed a minute of sports from the sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Hear former All-Stars Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rockies broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss sports from the sidelines. Available now on the SiriusXM app. Search sidelines. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much-needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top-performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. GoSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Let's go to a man who's been following space his entire career. He is a man who's been watching and has learned just as we did exclusively here that the failure to launch will be shown <laughs> later on tonight on the Oprah Winfrey Network. The great Michael Bradley. Michael, failure to launch. Is that your favorite chick flick? No. Oh, just checking. He has one, though. I guarantee you. First of you. all, failure to launch has never been a problem for me. <laughs> it's launching too soon well, that's no. the problem. No, no, I'm always right on time, my friend. <laughs> now, were you, were you watching? Because let's be honest. Everybody loves space. I mean, when, we were, when I was a kid, I was, I was a young kid. I was, well, actually, I was a teenager. I was 12 when the men landed on the moon. So, I mean, that was a big deal. Everybody stopped what they were doing department store windows, wherever you were, you had to stop to watch it, right? Hmm. I was seven. 
and I tried to stay up. I couldn't make it. But I do have the Philadelphia Inquirer headline from the next day, the, the front page, the actual section that says man and walks Trump on impeached? Moon. Was it Trump impeached back then yet, or was that way ahead no, of the No, not time? that. That oh. wasn't there yet. It was, it was man walks on moon. And it was a, a you know a, a picture of something or whatever, but it was it's pretty cool to have it. I I, I did my best. I was down in uh, Margate with my father and my, I remember my father and grandfather, and I did everything I could to stay up late. I was taking amphetamines and five hour energy, everything. It just didn't work. I was too tired. Wait oh. wait a second, you on amphetamines? That would be not a good thing. Even, <laughs> wow. Think about the seven year old me on that stuff. <laughs> I'm telling you, I need video of that. The great no, Michael. I, 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 Never, never done anything like even, never even Vibrant or any of that stuff. Five hour energy. I don't drink coffee. The last thing I need is that. Now, if you were going up in that SpaceX today, would you have had like, a, did, would you have brought a brown bag to take up there for the International Space Center, Space Station, with the uh, with the ham and cheese or turkey, turkey and, and cheese? cheese? Yeah. Yeah, if they had let me, sure, some tang, uh, <laughs> turkey and cheese, you know, all, all the right stuff that you're supposed to have. I'm not going to let them eat, give me that toothpaste stuff or that, you know, the squeeze stuff that they gave the, the astronauts back then. I'm bringing a uh, red delicious apple and a half a turkey and cheese sandwich on uh, wheat with mustard. <laughs> no mayonnaise? No mayonnaise, please. <laughs> mustard is the preferred condiment. <laughs> What, wasn't Tang developed from the space? Yeah, it was, that's what the, that's what the astronauts yeah, drank. Right? My mother would never let us have it because she used to clean the dishwasher with it. She would put the powder in the dishwasher and run the cycle to clean it. She goes, if I clean my dishwasher with it, you're not drinking it. Are you exactly. serious? What? Yeah, what? completely what? serious. <laughs> she heard she learned that somewhere. She'd run, she'd run a dose of Tang through the, an empty dishwasher. That's how she cleaned it. And wow. She said, she said, we're not allowed to drink it. Look at this. I actually looked it up, and sure enough, you, how to clean your dishwasher with Tang. Oh, wow. There it's you a go. thing. The only Tang I had was Pootie Tang. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. my mom now, didn't have a dishwasher. Movie, my mom know, was the dishwasher. Pootie Tang was a horrible movie. I know movie. it was, but I had Oh, it. I love that movie. Are you kidding me? Wanda Sykes, Chris Rock? I, uh, I love Pootie Tang. I love Chris Rock. <laughs> oh. You're not getting this kind of NASA's, NASA scrubbed of a launch post-game show coverage here. You know what I'm saying? You can't get this anywhere else, guys. This is, this is deep, next-level stuff. And you even got a right stuff mentioned in there without even knowing about right. it. You know, I'll tell you, right stuff, uh, when I was getting my master's, uh, I, I, I took the book Moby Dick and, and the books Moby Dick and the right stuff and wrote about how they were, they were similar. Mm. And that was my final paper for one of my classes. That's deep, man. It is really deep. Yeah. And That's... this is when there was sports. Now that there's no sports, your your space knowledge must you must have been reading out because this is interesting. I mean, you know, you got space, you got Tesla. What is Elon Musk thinking right now? You know, that's his baby up there. He's he, like, just, yeah, he, can't, he can't control the weather, right? Yeah, he try, he's got enough money to control everything else. He's like, I should have launched this stupid rocket in Texas. <laughs> you guys don't understand. He doesn't give a flying F if they went off today or not because he was able to show his Tesla model whatever a gazillion times during this. And then he can do it again in exact. another couple of days. No, wait a minute. I guarantee you the stock market reacted to today. Well, actually, the stock market closed before the rocket launch was scheduled yeah. to go. So I'm surprised. I'm surprised that he didn't go to the old Soviet space launch station in Kazakhstan and do it over there. So you know, it's dry and, and sunny there all the time. Exactly. No, but that's where they've been doing it because we've been using the Russian rockets, and yeah. now now that you know they're using and it's actually cheaper to do it by using private industry instead of using government government yeah. stuff and going over there and hitching a ride with the Ruskies, man. 
Well, why not? And, you know, they probably get better food on there. They get caviar and, you know, borscht and everything, and vodka. So they're having a good old time. I couldn't go up in a rocket if you gave me a billion dollars, because I'll tell you what, you put me on a merry-go-round, I'm blowing chunks. So, I mean, it's, it's bad. It really is, man. It really, I, I could do it, though. I, I, liked, I don't mind the G-forces. I like those kinds of rides. But I'm talking, those, these two astronauts on this rocket, for the first time. They're older guys, right? Yeah, one's yeah. 50, one's 40. That's a, imagine the pressure on them and how, how afraid they and their families and everybody is about right. this. Yay for oh, older dudes, though. Exactly. Show yeah. them how, how to do it. Well, John Glenn went up in space in his 70s, didn't he? No, nah, he wasn't in it. Was he 70? I think he was. His, his last space, his last space, his wife was pissed. Um, she, uh, we can look it up on the internet machine. I think that would be able to be found. But he, he was, he went up in space in his 70s, and, and his wife was like, look, I gave, you to, I gave him to you for 50 years. You don't, you don't get him anymore. You are correct. He was 77 in 1998. He wow. Flew. There you go. Yeah, but we're talking about when he was the first guy in space. He was like, oh, no, a but I mean, this 40s. was later on in his life. You know, the first time he went up in, in space, it was not, you know, I just, his wife just died. I read her obituary in the Philadelphia Daily News. Yeah, she was, 100 she was like 100 years, years old. 100 yeah. years yeah. old. And she had a horrible stutter, and, and she, she got treatment for it and was able to overcome it, and then went around and helped people who had speech impediments uh, conquer their, their, their troubles, too. So she's quite a woman. We're talking with the, the Daily Ombre, who normally talks sports, but we are talking sports. I mean, hockey is the first sport to, to embarrass the NBA and Major League Baseball. I, know, I don't know anybody who thinks that Major League Baseball is doing anything that resembles something that's legitimate about trying to get the baseball season restarted. Do you? No, but you know what? We never get to see what really goes on in collective bargaining agreements, right? We're, it's always done behind closed doors, and people keep their mouths shut for the most part. This is being done in a very public way. I still think that they're not dumb enough. Because you know, look at it this way. Hockey, hockey going into August, really? You're going to care about that? There's that Blue Jackets Islanders game on on July 26th. Are you kidding me? What are you I'm talking about? People are going to love it. It's going to be sports. It'll be the sport, first sport back. You think that, but guess what? NASCAR's ratings are going down. Now, that's not sports. That's a bunch of left turns. But the first race, everybody was like, this is great. Now it's going down, and the most recent race, uh, race was even below last year's uh, version of it, back when people were, you know, caring, you know, didn't have, had other things to look at. Hockey's going to come back. First of all, every time I see Gary Bettman, I expect him to be like some Soviet kleptocrat who has, has, has stolen money or whatever. He just looks like he belongs sitting there in Moscow getting ready to be thrown into Lubyanka by some, uh, by some angry ruler. But they're, they're, the baseball plays in the summer. Baseball has its legitimate window where people expect to watch and listen to ball games, and they're, 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 they're not dumb enough to mess this up. I really don't think they are. Well, I, I don't think so either. But they they're running short on they're, time, they're the, though. They're, they're the only sport. And, and by the way, baseball's already being played. It's not like nobody's figured out a way to play baseball safely. That's what makes them look even worse. I agree with you about the behind-the-scenes stuff. But the fact that they're playing baseball in all these other countries, and here, the greatest country on earth, they can't figure out a way to iron this stuff out and get people back in st training camp and do their thing in a safe place. This is America, man. I think it all comes down to the fact that Bryce Harper's not going to be able to hock a loogie. I think he's, he's holding it up because of the spitting thing. I mean, think about it. Baseball people, that's all they do is spin around, sit around, scratch, spit, play dumb games with each other. They don't even want to watch the baseball games. They're so long and boring these days. Now, they sit around and play Fortnite now. And then, oh, God. Uh, yeah. that's what, isn't that what you do? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, all the time.
Me and my bros. <laughs> bro. Is it bro or bra in your neighborhood? <laughs> it's bra. It's bra with an H. Bra with an H. <laughs> Michael Bradley giving us a positive outlook on hockey and NASCAR right now. So we know you hate hockey and you hate NASCAR. No, I don't hate hockey. I love playoff hockey is great. NASCAR, I don't watch for a second. You, there's nothing you can make that you could do to make me watch that. What about Bundesliga soccer? Not doing it. Sorry. No, there was a great match yesterday. Munich oh, against what? Dortmund. Oh, yeah, everybody yeah. was excited about that. Yeah, every, everybody was marching in place over there because they couldn't get to the game. Yeah, but they pipe <laughs> in the they pipe in the crowd noise and the chi- the chants and everything. I watched yeah, it stem to stern. Now, now, which one has that Norwegian kid who's like 14 years old but looks like he's a I think Norse it's Dortmund. Guy. Dortmund, yeah. I think. Yeah, he's scary. That yeah. dude. Yeah. No, I'm not. I mean, I, I'll watch some Premier League, League stuff. I'm a Tottenham Hotspurs guy. I'll watch them every now and then. Mm-hmm. But please, let's just play football. <laughs> well, that's it's 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 May. It's I know May. it doesn't matter at this point. I'm watching. I'm, I'm, I've already started watching rebroadcasts of last year's college game. Were you into the XFL? I watched a little bit of it. Um, I thought your your man PJ Walker did a heck yeah. of a job for for Houston, and he got himself a gig because of it. He did. Um, I watched a little of it. It wasn't bad. The the Alliance of American Football looked like it was an, an alien product. The XFL at least looked like it was real football. Yeah, I agree. And you know there wasn't a Philly team, so it was really hard to get Houston. I adopted Houston as my team early because I liked their nickname mm-hmm. and I liked PJ Walker. Was it the Renegades or something? Roughnecks. Oh, oh Roughnecks. Roughnecks. That's right. Because of the oil, right? Thing, you know. Yeah. So so the. Um, you know, there was no Philadelphia team, so there was really nothing to root for. I was a huge fan of the USFL, and I remember back when the World Football League was around. I watched that game every night. I think it was every Thursday it was the game of the week, and it was who knows what it was sponsored by. Uh, I was a Philadelphia Bell. I remember that. That was, it was the sponsored local team. by Carling. Carling Mabel, Black, Label. Black Label beer. Mabel. Yeah. Black Another label. Black Label, exactly. And they had this ridiculous way of measuring first downs. It was called the Dickering Rod. Dickering which like went back 12 yards out, and then three yards back, then one yard. It was ridiculous. But, um, you know, so I, I'll watch any, anything that looks like football. But there were two Philadelphia teams in the WFL and the USFL. All right, we have to play the commercial now. I got it, Robin. You ready? I hope there's no, com- no commercial before the commercial. On stinking YouTube. Did you switch over? Here we go. Bring it up. Yes, I have it up. All that. Bring me up here. Label. Mabel. I've tried that as a kid. Mabel Black Label. Calling Black. You were what seven? No, I was like ten. How about the Ballantine Blast? Did you ever have a Ballantine beer? Make a, make a ring and then add another ring and add another ring. Now you've got three rings, Valentine. Now it's premium, so it's a very special glass of beer. Exactly <laughs> right. You're not getting this kind of beer breakdown. NASA, we covered space. Yep. We, I uh, could we, cure cancer if I could excise the old commercial jingles and sitcom plots from my brain. I know. I mean, it's amazing. I remember all the jingles from back in the day. Wasn't there a Valentine sign at the old Philly yes, Space Yes, at, at, at old Connie Mack yeah, Stadium, yeah. yes. Ballantine Blast, they would call I it. They were the that, sponsor, yeah. and a home run would be called the Ballantine's Blast back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. Exactly. So, wait, now, so you're, you're basically a... shut. You're saying, I don't care that we're getting some sports back, and we saw the golf thing over he did just you like the football. Did you like the golf thing over the weekend? Or yes, no? I did. I enjoyed that. I watched that. There was some actual competition. It was fun to see. I, I did. I did enjoy that. Um, it was, you know, and, and there was a little bit of trash talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, and I'll tell you what: when they start playing golf again for real, 
old Eldrick looks like he's going to make some make some hay. Oh yeah. He looks like he's in shape. He was hitting every fairway with his drives. He looks like he was he was very comfortable with the sticks in his hand. Two weeks from tomorrow, they come back. Yeah, and yeah. then I've been playing or actually committing golf. So I mean, it, you know, it, it, it's the perfect sport to bring back that and tennis. I mean, why aren't they playing tennis? They, they, that's natural social distancing. Because You're standing you can't, at the other can't, end you of can the court. You can kick your opponent's ball, but you can't touch the ball. Oh, Didn't you see the, the chick up there in Nassau and Long Island? You can pick up. You can't play doubles because that would be required four people, and then you can't touch the other person's ball, but you can kick their ball away, but you can't touch their ball. And that's what's well, going on. Although the U.S. Open people earlier, like in April, were saying mm-hmm. they, they intend to play the U.S. Open up at Flushing Meadow. Right. Well, I mean, by then they'll be able, you know, they can sanitize. I'm sure after the balls are used, they're sanitized or whatever. And then, you know, you're, 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 if, if you don't touch the ball, nobody don't touch them anyway. They hit them away with their rackets. Exactly. I think, I think we'll be simple... fine on that. And then the stupid kid runs out with gloves on and picks up picks the dirty up the ball, ball and throws it in the stand. And then everybody gets infected in the entire city of New York. And then we go into another, what do they call it now? Shutdown. Uh, no, not Shelter just a shutdown. place. Quarantine. No, no, it'll be another, the second wave. Oh, the come. second wave. The next wave yeah. will come. Very simple well, solution, once again, is you have one of those UV boxes. You just drop the ball in there. In and the within, box. It only takes like two seconds to oh, sanitize in something in UV. Exactly right. Michael Bradley, the Daily Ombre. Now, you're still cranking out content, are you not? Absolutely. I, 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 well, first of all, I'm going to have about 1,000 high college and pro football and fantasy football articles in whatever uh, magazines come out onto the stands in the next uh, month. So uh, you'll be able to read me there. But um, I've, re- I've resurrected uh, the Daily Ombre, uh, the El Ombre Knows Sports uh, mm-hmm. during this time because I'm looking for work. So um, I'll make sure that you uh, gentlemen get a copy of it this week. So That's it's called the- El, um- El Ombre Knows Sports? Oh, it's the best. That was like his newsletter. He put together like a column newsletter kind of thing. It's a column, yeah. yeah. It was on SI.com yeah. and CBSSports.com for a while. And but at- then I, I angered, I angered the uh, folks uh, for, for getting on Fisher DeBerry for making his players pray in the locker room at a, the United States Air Force Academy. Uh, separation of church and states, and people got angry with me, and they dumped me. At Daily Ombre on sports, <laughs> H-O-M-B-R-E. But uh, re- what happens to you Villanova guys? You know, you get all uppity and stuff. You <laughs> got another Villanova guy who's in trouble here locally, but at least you're not in trouble. Who else is in trouble? No, what no, other no, no. <laughs> hey, Michael, uh, evidently the rest of the state goes into the yellow phase. I know you're excited for next Friday, June the 5th. What is the first store retail location that you can't wait to go back and shop? I don't go to too many retail locations. I've been going to the Acme. That's it. The Acme <laughs> and the CVS. Acme. I buy all my stuff online. I, that, I, I don't, there's nowhere that I really go and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in and buy stuff. Uh, you know, I, I, if I need I buy books online. I buy clothes online. I buy everything online. I'm a simple man. I don't need a lot. Now what about your lunch, what about your lunch and meat? Do you go to the deli counter or do you have them slice it and bring it home? I like to sit there and watch the person slice it fresh daily. If I'm getting turkey, fresh turkey, I want to pick it out of the glass case, like boar's head. Yeah, or I'm something. not buying. Oh, no like, doubt. Like no Robin, doubt. when Robin and I go to the market, head. you know how they have the pre-cut stuff and yeah. the separate thing. No, Ro- never I don't know. That. And I say, Robin, no, I want it freshly sliced. That stuff's I'm been sitting you. there for two days. I want I'm my meats you. and cheeses, the finest meats and cheeses. Yeah. As the great Kenny Mann used to say on SportsCenter, bring me your finest meats and cheeses. I want the I'm finest, freshly sliced meats and cheeses. And you know turkey doesn't last that long no. in the fridge. Although that's, I, I think that's the key to my ability to fight off some infections. I'll still eat deli turkey eight <laughs> or nine too. days after it. <laughs> <laughs> me too. It's all wet and slimy. And you're yeah. Cooking. Yeah. 
Yeah. My wife comes walking out and goes, "Are you kidding me?" And I'll say, "Hey, this is this is this is built with antibodies." <laughs> the bread just slips right off of it. Yeah. So and then so what if the bread has a little mold on it? That's how they cured penicillin. Sure. Penicillin was. Good. Yeah, I just picked From... a little flex of the mold off. Exactly. Yeah. That stuff's a, good for you, man. It a, kills the bacteria. I put a couple moldy strawberries into my shake this morning. <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you get some provolone, which I had, yeah. and it's got the little mold on the outside. You yeah, just it's like a little, it's blue. It yeah, turns it's, like yeah, you blue. You just cut that cheese off. Cheese is different because that's just like blue cheese. That's a different type of uh, bacteria. But bread mold, there is one or two that's really dangerous. No, you, you just can, pull like, it off. Oh, no, because there's spores. What do you think oh. Gorgonzola cheese is? That's all mold in wait, there. Wait, wait. Spores. On spores. Oh, spores. spores. By the way, there's a, there's a great line in the original Odd Couple movie where Oscar Madison brings out a, a tray of sandwiches for the guys playing poker, and he says, listen, I got brown sandwiches and green sandwiches. And one guy goes, what's the green sandwich? He goes, either very old cheese or very young meat. And they tell him the brown sandwich. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> God, I love Michael Brown. I know people are criticizing you. He's they the think greatest. you're not a happy guy. You're one of the most happy-go-lucky guys I've ever met. So what if you brown bag stuff and you're still proud of it? You're not ashamed to say it. I'm happy. I just am a little, you know, grouchy sometimes. But I'm largely a happy, optimistic person. Exactly. Now, because we're all going through something we've never seen before. You know, we've seen sports shut down. We've seen baseball strikes. We've seen hockey yeah, lockouts. Okay. But now, something like this, you you don't even welcome back any sports just to get the. To, to be able to not have to watch bad movies all the time like I do late at night? No, I'm, no I'll, I'll watch some of the hockey, and I'll watch – I mean, the NBA is getting out of control. I'm, I'm not interested in, in, in that very much at all. I only watch the Phillies. I mean, I don't watch baseball other than the Phillies. Um, and, and I'm just hoping that, that they're able to quarantine T-Mac for a little while longer, like another 10 seasons. Oh. But, <laughs> wow. Sorry, but – but but um, no, I'll watch I'll watch this stuff. I just during the summer I pine for football. Mm-hmm. I really do. Me too. That, that's 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 where I just I'm losing it. And but I'm also open. Also, the summer is when I write college basketball previews. So that's going to start soon. The great daily hombre, Michael Bradley, man. See, he's a you know he's a one sport guy. He just follows one baseball team, man. And you wonder why this city gets ripped around the country. Here's a national writer who watches one baseball team, man. That's a national outrage. I, I hate to say it, man. It's an outrage. I used to watch every team play. I, I was a big game of the week guy, right? Mm-hmm. Two o'clock on, on Saturdays, Tony Kubek and Kurt Gowdy. I'd watch every, Joe every team play. Oh, Joe Garagiola. Yeah. Joe Garagiola, exactly. I, I never missed it. But it's just uh, every year I say I'm going to watch more baseball, and I'll probably will just because, as you said, there's nothing else on. And I'm running out of shows on Netflix and, and Showtime and HBO. So... I'll I'll get the I'll put the games on and it's good because it'll bother my wife because I have two TVs I put the sports one on the bottom set mm-hmm. and we watch something on the top set and then she's like does this really have to be on mm-hmm. I'm like sorry it's for work so you got the sports with no volume and then she she's watching the top TV with the volume right yeah it's like yeah. some so sometimes we'll find something that we both want to watch so we'll watch that and we'll have the sports and other times I'll just say I right, turn on the Real Housewives of Bayonne and I'll put the game on the bottom. <laughs> I miss the baseball bunch. Remember Tommy Lasorda was the wizard? You know, and then, and then Johnny Bench would get the Krylon and spray. No runs, no hits, no errors. Those were great. Exactly. Times. And this week in baseball. This week in baseball, they, they showed one of those. 
about from like 1978 about uh, a month ago. I ca- caught it at lunchtime, and I was like, this is the best thing in the world. <laughs> the music was majestic. I mean, it yep. just... It was must-watch television back then. It really was, and and that was your t- for for a guy growing up in a National League city. That was your ticket to watching American League highlights in the seventies and and into the early eighties before everybody had cable. You know, I just remember going to the '76 All-Star Game at the Vet, mm-hmm. and out come the Cleveland Indians in all blue uniforms. I'm like, what team is this? I've never seen a team dressed like this. Beautiful, man. People want to know what's behind you because we have the picture of you in your red uh, His smoking gigantic jacket. smoking jacket. He's at a Christmas party. Tony. At a Christmas yeah. party. Um, mm. Actually, I have another question because we got sent something. Now, Michael, when you're using, uh, when you're eating all of the different foods that you do eat, because there's a lot that you don't, do you put hot sauce on stuff? No. You don't put any, so that would not no. help you out if you had like slimy meat. You wouldn't no. douse it in he hot sauce. No, I put a ton of mustard. I, I, uh, French's bold and spicy mustard. I put, a, I, I slather, spread to the edge always, a slice of the moldy bread with as much mustard as I can, it'll, it'll handle until I get an aqueous solution. Then I make the sandwich. Then I put the rest of the mustard on top of the, the meats and cheeses. So the, the mustard is very powerful. Well, then that's good because then we don't have to give you any of this fabulous hot sauce that was just delivered this morning. Sitting on the front made. scoop. This is made for us by wow. um, some fans with the Tony Bruno Show Harry Mays label on it. Yes, look wow, at that. That's, that's, that's top shelf stuff. I could run I for like president that. now and then pander to the uh, African American community with my hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it better be hot. It better be good. I just remember I was at the I was at the Penn Relays one time, sitting there with with I for somebody from the Daily News, I think. John Cheney shows up with Bill Ellerby, who was the coach of Simon Gratz High School. Yep. For those of you who don't know Simon Gratz High School, I know you do guys do. Mm-hmm. Rasheed Wallace. Aaron McKee. Aaron McKee. Anyway, yeah. he's talking about a barbecue joint in North Philly, and he says they got like seven kinds of sauces, regular, mild, whatever, hot, extra hot, and the hottest sauce was called Slap Your Mama. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is Slap Your Mama hot, but it's got the cayenne, vinegar, red pepper, white pepper, garlic, salt, spices. Now, this was wow. made, this, the, the sauce itself was also made, not just the labels, by Martin Roach and his brother, um, he goes, he's on here as a MP Roach. MP I think. Roach, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's Wait, Martin Roach, I know a Martin Roach. Does Do he, does he uh, bartend? I don't know, but MP Roach 01. He probably makes a great Bloody, bloody yes. Mary if he's yeah. got hot he sauce. He does. He says, tell Michael, it's from the, um, his bartender at Lanark. Yeah, Lanark. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, Lanark Country Club? Lanark Country Club. So yeah, you know the same guy. So he made Tony and Harry their own hot sauce. Wow. That's that. his brother. That's great. So I used to play at Lanark a lot of times up there. Oh, that's a great spot. They just redesigned a lot of it. They uh, sure did. The uh, Is he in that men, men's grill there, Michael? No, uh, he usually, he, sometimes he's in the men's grill, but usually he's out front at the main, oh, the okay. main bar. <laughs> okay. All right, we got to take a break. We're talking about going to golf, local golf courses. I don't go to golf courses. Snobs like you and Harry Mays do, Michael Bradley. I'm just a regular guy. You brown bag it, but you're not a regular guy. I'm the only regular guy left around here, man. It's an I'm hour. a regular guy every morning at about 730. <laughs> <laughs> and on that TMI. note, a perfect, perfect way to end another session with the Daily Hombre, El Hombre. You can read him everywhere. He's a good man. Thank you, Mike. Good to talk to you, brother. Thanks, Mike. So long, suckers. <laughs> he knows how to drop the mic, doesn't he? Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. We're coming right back.